0: Cliffcentral.com It's no bodies. Rowdy Bowdy.
1: How you doing, brother?
0: <laughs> Live from Johannesburg, South Africa on cliffcentral.com. It's your boy KF and your boy Kamu. What's good? What's happening? Chillin'. Same on, same on, my G. You good? I'm alright. I've had a very productive week. That's what's up. Were you a part of that heist at <laughs> you, you're, you're, it's just, it's So what are you doing here? <laughs> well, look, I mean, you have to always keep like a low profile after you do this type also of thing. Also pretend jumps. like you're still poor. Like you still have nothing. Yeah. Yo, so that jam right there is a jam that we did uh, in 2015 yeah. uh, at Joe Public Zimbabwe for He Evos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, EVOS Sustainable Energy. And I, I got to give a shout out to Tanya Luber, Reginald Mapume, and Nautatla Malindi for doing a great job in Southern Africa in terms of sustainable energy. Um, and yeah, so we had to play that jam on No Borders. This is the only show, only international show that speaks to all Africans. You could tune in from Saudi Arabia yep, and listen about things that are going on in Morocco. Yep which is where I come from. Those are my brothers, just across the sea. What's that sea called?
1: So what were you doing in Zimlet in 2015 making songs?
0: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> an, I'm, an, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, in light of sustainable energy and everything that's going on in, ter- in, in Africa in terms of that, yeah. we've got Mazwim Kulisi, Programs Manager at Vumilan Advisory Fund. Okay, dope. Did I, did I say that right, Mazwim? That's correct No, no, not, not the name How We're African but, of course. <laughs> I'm saying the other parts, The other
2: parts, The Vumelana advisory part That's correct Vumelana Okay Sia Vumelana And me We agree We agree Yeah and, and what do you agree to? What we agree to are, are agreements to make our land productive So we are an NGO uh, that operates in the land reform space what we do is that we assist communities that have, uh, had land transferred to them through the state's land reform program mm-hmm. to make sure that their land is, uh, okay, is okay. Kept we're going a bit, we're going, we're going way ahead of us. Yeah, right yeah, we need to let's, start let's,
0: right let's at the pull beginning. It back. Here. <laughs> so are you telling me that there's an actual land reform program currently existing in South Africa? That's correct. That's correct. So I, the, I, okay. Yeah. Do you want to expagate, explain? Because I've never, I've, like, my assumption was The EFF was trying to fight For land reform to begin Yeah, true uh, I, I think a lot of people Are actually not aware That there's that an existing That there's an existing yeah.
2: program Yeah Sure So so K, KM KF, KF KF Yeah Thanks, you So KF the, the state has a land reform program uh, And that land reform program Is uh, based on three legs There are three legs to it There is what you call A restitution uh, program mm-hmm. This is where you can prove uh, your dispossession uh, under the restitution act okay uh, and then the state will investigate and validate that claim uh, eventually uh, restoring ownership to yourself mm-hmm. um you have an you have options though you could elect to have your compensation in cash mm-hmm. in in the land that you are dispossessed of mm-hmm. or you could have it as alternative land or a combination of alternative land and cash. So that's a restitution program. Okay. The second uh, element has to do with what we call redistribution program. Mm-hmm. This is where the state goes out proactively to identify strategically uh, located land, acquires that, so it buys that land so that it can then be transferred to those uh, beneficiaries that are identified who can actually work that land. So that's redistribution program. Okay. The last program has to do with what you call tenure reform. So you will understand that uh, farm workers uh, in generally and historically uh, are in a very precarious position mm-hmm. where their rights of, uh, sec- of, of security mm-hmm. uh, in terms of tenure uh, are shaky. Uh, so what the tenure reform program is there to do is to improve... The, the rights of the farm workers mm-hmm. so that wherever they find Yeah, because, themselves. I mean,
0: they don't have contracts, you know, they, have, no. they don't have unions, yeah, yeah they have no... Oh, no one job- yeah, okay.
2: So those and most of them proven.
0: live where they work. That's correct. So once they're out of a job, like, it's literally out of a home and a job. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. I mean, this is amazing, Kamu, mm. because what... These guys gained independence in, let's just say, 1994. There yeah. was... Mandela came out of prison, 1990. We attained. You guys attained. Zimbabwe attained independence in 1980, (laughs) and your their land reform program seems way ahead in terms of logistics, policy, and implementation than the Zimbabwean land reform. Well, look, our our, our Zimbabwean land reform uh, uh, policy is simple: take what you see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and not just the land Everything that's on the land as
1: well Exactly So I mean I think we're way Way ahead of these guys
0: <laughs> So Mazi, so Do you feel that There's a lot of Awareness in regards Because I'm sure there are a lot of, If we didn't know this And we're yeah. in In the urban areas Yeah Do you think people In the peri-urban areas And rural areas Are aware that they have These rights And that they're These instruments That, that they, they can, can use
2: Yeah It's a very good question Yeah So yeah, what do I, uh, I was what,
0: expecting an EFF an EFF activist <laughs> here today saying no, we want our land and we're not being only to find out that wait okay you guys are actually working with things that are already in place. Yeah. Sure,
2: so Kev, I, 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 I'll confess this. I think the, the restitution program the one that deals with people who have lodged uh, claims yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for you know to, to, to regain land that they that they were dispossessed of yeah. is probably the one that is more uh, known mm-hmm. uh, because i know that the department has had extensive uh, road shows uh, to promote the for instance the recent reopening mm-hmm. yeah. um, of the of of people to to lodge land claims uh, so that entails the uh, road shows uh, mm-hmm. to get yeah. people to i
0: mean they work the best in rural areas that's yeah. correct, yeah yeah,
2: but then when it comes to to your proactive land acquisition strategy, which is about redistribution, mm-hmm. the reality is that they it, it i think more could be done uh to okay. to send out the message. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've got
0: like a million gajillion questions. Yeah. Do you also, maybe another reason why people don't engage actively in wanting to try and do this is because of the red tape? Because I'm trying to think, if I actually go to government offices yeah. and say, hey guys, uh, this land used to belong to my family, yeah. or no, I would want to acquire land because I feel like I'm, I want to yeah, farm, I'm, I've I'm titled, got the capital. Yeah. How long does that process How long are you looking at That process even taking It takes me an hour and a half To get an affidavit signed At the police station <laughs>
2: And that's in an urban area Yeah
0: <laughs> In Santa Not just an urban area you know I mean so, so
2: Wow So KF I've been uh, working with uh, Land reform communities Now for about uh, 14 years Wow And it's not How old are you <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Million dollar question Yeah 42 um, But yeah, brother's taking care of himself <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah Okay Let's <laughs> <laughs> back, uh, back, back to the subject. So, so, so our, our experience is that, uh, it's not unusual for, for a, a, a community to have the settlement agreement, which restores, uh, land back to them, mm-hmm. concluded, uh, um, uh, you know, 14, 15, 20 years later. Wow. It happens. Um, so we've seen many of those cases. Okay. It's very, it's very rare. And, and the reason for that, uh, Kf, uh, KF, is that the the capacity within the Department of Rural Development mm-hmm. and Land Reform mm-hmm. um, to be able to process uh, these claims. Because you can imagine uh, part of the work that they have to do once you've launched your claim uh, obviously it's just to make sure that you've, you've, su- you've made your submission within the required uh, time mm-hmm. but then the work after that, following that, to actually go and research your claim um, uh, go into archives uh, that I can actually uh, prove mm-hmm. uh, And then actually it, put you there That you actually are the yeah. rightful and then claimant then
0: Whoever's on the land at that point in time Will probably then take you to court
2: And contest well, we don't that claim Now also you, you have different levels of, uh, of Say resistance um, At that <laughs> point uh, uh, Look <laughs> at that point, point of, of, of research um, It's generally more cooperative um, because, uh, you know, as a current land owner, you also want to have this process being, you know, expeditiously mm-hmm. facilitated. Yeah. So you'll cooperate with the officials uh, when they come to say, can we please map this? Can we please see this and okay. that, you know? So there's not much resistance at that point. In fact, uh, our constitution empowers you as the current land owner to actually engage with the officials sufficiently to get to a point where you can agree um, you know, terms. Mm-hmm. So, you know, valuation of your land. So okay. how much it would cost, uh, for the state to buy that land okay. for, the,
0: okay. for the, for claimants. the, for the claimants. And yeah. then either you can get either the, um, the, the cash value or maybe even be, uh, moved to other land, the, the redistribution land. Okay. If so you were working well on the farm.
2: So, in this case, uh, let's look at restitution. So, uh, KF, uh, um, traditional authorities saying they were dispossessed um, uh, of this land where I'm now farming. Mm -hmm. And I've been farming for 15, 20 years. Um, My requirement to the state would be just to say, um, uh, I'm happy Mm -hmm. uh, to sell you my farm at market value. Uh, so I'll bring in my, valu- my valuer mm-hmm. uh, who will value the land and tell you what the price is. Mm-hmm. You as a state may want to bring in your own exactly valuer. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we, we find the middle ground here. Mm-hmm. So that is that is what our constitutional democracy uh, provides for. So at the end of the day, what I should get as the current landowner is I should be able to arrive at what I feel is a fair and equitable outcome. Okay. Um, and, and that is what ins- essentially our constitutional democracy enshrines.
0: You see, I I think my only issue is where... So why is the EFF fighting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that, that, that's the question. So what, what, is, what, is, what is their conundrum here? Well, why are they opposing? Why are they saying that there is no land redistribution? Of course, they also talk of nationalization yes. of state resources. State resources yeah, but then their the first, yeah, yeah. But their first push was land reform.
1: I think, I think in terms of that, the honest truth is that, look, I mean, it's a political ploy. And it's, it's the only card that they have, have. that... Will definitely gain pop- gain them popularity and certainly get them numbers. I <clears> mean, <throat> mean, the reality of it is that uh, the ANC is very firmly. Like, deep rooted in, at the, at the the top echelon mm-hmm. of African politics. For the EFF to come in, they have to have a very strong card yeah. in order for them to be able to, you know. And one that pulls the masses, yeah. And definitely, if you start talking about land redistribution and land anywhere reform in Africa. Anywhere in Africa, people will definitely jump onto the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think maybe in certain areas, when I've, when I've heard them, you know, raise their concerns about land reform, they like to look towards The pace at which it's going Mm -hmm. The nature in which it's being Mm -hmm. handled And Mm -hmm. uh, they like to look at A more forceful and more aggressive method Of actually reacquiring this land Mm -hmm. Of which in a democratic state It doesn't make a lot of sense Because then now
0: you can't have people Now just going around grabbing land You know Kamu, Mazze Sort of in slight opposition to Kamu's point Do you not think that The government policies that are currently active Are not just a way of appeasing They are Is it just not on paper in my opinion, they are. Do you have stats to sh- to tell us? Okay, yeah. this number of South Africans have successfully had their land um, restored to them.
2: Okay, so let me come to that. I think uh, uh, Kama raises some interesting points. Yeah. The, the so the current land reform uh, uh, picture in South Africa has a challenge of this nature. One, the the pace of uh, of land transfer uh, mm-hmm. to uh, beneficiaries, either by for distribution or for the settlement of claims is very slow, admitted is slow. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and so we're saying uh, uh, we acknowledge it. It's based on the department's constraints in terms of uh, finance, in terms of capacity yeah. uh, to be able to push this. So this is very frustrating, because as I was saying earlier, on, oh, and it means that uh, as a dispossessed person, I'm still sitting uh, at this stage, 21, mm-hmm. 22 years mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. and my claim has still not been finalised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But that what you are finding in our experience that that's just one. Part of the problem. Mm. Um, if you look at the states um, there is currently about seven point four million hectares of land that has been transferred uh, wow. since nineteen ninety six. That's actually quite a that's,
0: that's yeah that's yeah, a very big number. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is uh, com- combined for redistribution as well as for um, restitution for restitution. Uh, if you want to to uh, mix that up, you can also add another four point eight million hectares of land that has been bought in in just you know, usual private sales, okay. yeah. private okay. transactions. Yeah. Um, th- so this one, but let's just focus on restitution and redistribution. What you find is that out of that uh, about 7.4 million hectares that has been successfully transferred, yeah. uh, the stats that we have are indicating that anywhere between 70 and 90 percent of that land is actually lying fallow. Yeah. Oh. So it's not being productively used. Yeah. And that's where we as the Melana uh, advisory fund come in. Uh, we believe that uh, A lot of the current effort and energy around land reform can actually be widely, you know, wisely used to say, how can we make land that has been transferred productive? So that, uh, people, we don't just tick boxes uh, that we have so many hectares that have been transferred, but then at the, at the, on the other end, you've lost jobs uh, that were existing mm-hmm. on enterprise that used to be there. Revenue, the revenue is State gone. Revenue, exactly, yeah. exactly. Taxes, yeah, exactly. So, 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 uh, and just to round up, so it's it it is um, expected mm-hmm. that politicians will find an issue or another. Uh, that they will cling on to drive their agenda, and used to drive their agenda exactly, exactly. Yeah. and so that's what you are finding. I think uh, in, in the main, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the current uh, noise around uh, expropriation without compensation, those he, kind of issues. He,
0: he brings up a good point, and as Africans, especially millennials, uh, stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, no, we talk about wanting land and saying we want our land back, and so forth and so on. Mm. How many? I mean, if you were to do like a, a, a census, yeah, and find and try and find out how many. Um Africans at this point Black Africans uh Formerly disadvantaged Would actually want To start farming Yeah I'm telling you The numbers will be Definitely low They'll definitely be low Yeah, yeah. And once you give them The option of saying Either we give you land Or we give you cash They're going to take cash yeah. yeah of course Definitely yeah. And yeah. with the South African Situation it's even worse Because you guys Most of your They don't even have Like a major colonial period It was apartheid Yeah So it's not as if You have a foreign government To say no You need to pay For example in Zimbabwe It was the British British government government, That was supposed to reimburse uh, The Zimbabwean government For whatever land Was taken back Willing by a willing seller Right But in South Africa You're saying your money As the taxpayer Is what we're going to use To pay you For the land that you want back Yeah So it's actually Very counterproductive Because you're saying and especially if the people don't utilize the land at the end
1: of the day. No, of which they won't. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, there being land reform uh, in South Africa and all the opportunity for land reform is kind of futile. Because if you look consistently throughout the country, people generally in South Africa are not hardworking. And I'm, I mean, I'm just saying that honestly. They're not hardworking. They assume a nine to five is hard work. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just came from work. Uh, yeah, uh, That's not hard work. Uh, you, know. Yeah. you know, that's just that's, that's a, a job, yeah. one. You know? <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm digressing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, realistically, I don't see the point of land reform being the one thing that... Young people can actually look forward to happening. Because they're not gonna make use of the land. And even if they do mm. take the land, they they actually don't have anything other than even farming apart from farming, they don't have anything else they could think of doing with the land yeah. except owning it. Yeah. They're to own to sell. Mm. So or they, own just <laughs> to own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, title deeds. But, but go, I, honestly, go, I honestly, go get a
0: loan on the title deeds. Exactly. <laughs> I honestly believe they actually would rather have the land. But I mean this use is it for money. But come this is this is, and you know what, in, in as much you're very right, in yeah. terms of, you know, wanting to work and what hard work is most of us were raised in uh, metropolitans, unfortunately. we were raised yeah. in you know the, the suburbs you know the cities 100%, whether yeah. it was my location or or the ghetto or the slums yeah. or the you know the higher end yeah. suburbs, the northern suburbs. but we are all raised in this community, in the, community yeah. the thing about if you look at most white farmers yeah. across the region, these are people who grew up on farms, raised their children on farms, yes. their children went to farming schools, yeah. right? Loma Gandhi College and so forth and so on, right? Yeah. And then so they grew up in a farming environment where at the end of the day, that's what they know. Exactly. Most of them want to actually farm at the end of the day. And I think there needs to be a lot of, you see, which is why the policy in terms of, in terms of land reform shouldn't, shouldn't start with Actually, giving back the land or even taking land, it should start with education. So, open up agricultural schools. So, the foreman at uh, Jacques' farm, Mm -hmm. his black foreman, Mm -hmm. his child must now be enrolled into an agricultural school immediately because he's growing up on a farm, right? Goes to an agricultural school, goes to an agricultural university, comes back, and if you're taking any land for redistribution, it is now taken within that edit, say. Start there Or he even becomes A mentoree Or like the Jacques yes. becomes a mentor To him Teaches him Because there's no other way These people yeah. have had Years and years Of farming experience From the minute That they got yeah, here it's, it's, it's inherent yeah. With, yeah. Across Africa It's inherent Within the white community That they grew up On farms They even look like farmers When they come out of the woods. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean they come from Wherever they're coming from and yeah. they're In the Incenten city they come In out, their farm shoes they come out with Or with, farm, with no farm, shoes at all Felt scoons <laughs> and socks And <laughs> So I mean it's Across Africa it, 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 the issue of land just redistribution Is, is not just uh, A simple matter of policy and, and, yeah. and you know Okay guys let's get the government To do this and that It's more about It actually being inherent so, It's so a way of life
2: So KF you, you, you're mm-hmm. making Some good points there mm-hmm. And um, so what, what we say As, as for Melana What we understand is When people were 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 disconnected from the land, mm-hmm. they lost more than just the land. Oh, yeah. They lost, yes. you know, yes. the whole architecture, yes. the whole relationship to land, mm. the whole networks, mm-hmm. the whole linkages to market yes. and so forth. Yes. So what we provide is uh, a set of advisory services to say, okay, the state has tra- has transferred uh, this farm to you, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, in most cases, as in most cases, uh, you may have the farm but not have the, the capital mm-hmm. to operate yes. the farm, mm-hmm. to invest on the farm mm-hmm. so that you can expand. Uh, even if you have that, you may not necessarily have the skills the to skills. farm. Mm. Even if you have the skills, you may not have the access to the markets actually mm, yes. uh, to take your produce.
0: And this is something that these people have been building for years on end. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so,
2: one is talking about uh, what is loosely called. Uh, Tight uh, value chains in agriculture. Mm, yeah. mm. All that that means is that exactly. those that have been exposed to production yeah. in that space come owns quite a bank. Yeah. That
0: KF is getting his money from to farm, right? Yeah. You know, and the insurance, who the owns, inputs, who owns pick and pay. Yeah. That's right. Where I'm going to sell my produce to. Yeah. If we remove KF and put Nicola. Uh, Kamu and, and Masa are going to think, okay, no, we, we, we did not deal with you before. <laughs> <laughs> We're not aware of the system. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, exactly. it's so, way more intricate, yeah. yeah.
2: So, so, our advisory services are, are meant to really try and make land reform much more inclusive uh, in a way that also broadens the participation of our communities uh, yeah. in the economy of the country. So, we are for markets that work mm-hmm. for the poor, markets that actually uh, uh, are pro. A pro uh, pro poor, uh, is, yeah. So is, that's what we're all about.
0: Is this conversation being had on a on a regional level? Is this a conversation that the AU has? Well, I think the AU should just be shut down, and no borders should become the <laughs> AU. I swear, because I think we speak more in terms of Africa than even they do. Look, and is is the is the land issue an issue that is being discussed on a regional level, eco um, uh, ECOWAS yes. AU? Are these conversations, you know, being had? Parliament. Let's yeah. not even go that far.
2: Yeah. What South Parliament? Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, um, they, they they actively being engaged, or they just go and get what and then one person <laughs> raises their says they, something. They, they, just use, because, they just
1: use it as a, as a method to insult each other, really. Because I've never actually heard them have a a a an extensive discussion
0: based on land reform mm. that actually comes out with positive and forward thinking solutions exactly the conversation we're having right yeah. now yeah. has I'm, I'm not saying that we are policy makers but has touched <laughs> on all the, the main areas, areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so 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 part of of, of our effort to mm. actually uh, take this debate to the country uh, uh, wide across is uh, through what we have formulated uh, over a two-year period uh, in what is called uh, land land reform scenarios. So what we did here was, you know, accepting that there's just so many different and polarized views Mm -hmm. around the future of land reform in the country, Mm -hmm. we got together a a wide range of uh, participants, people who work with land issues uh, every day. Mm -hmm. Um, We got about 40 of these uh, people uh, that we work consistently with for about a year. Uh, to say, for a moment, let's just uh, stand back and stop convincing each other. I mean, one another about, you know, what should be or what is like land the, reform. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's just imagine where South Africa's land reform program will be uh, by 2030. Mm-hmm. So over the next 15 years, what could happen? Um, and so out of that, uh, four sets of stories uh, have come up. Um, you know, uh, we can touch on those, okay. uh, you know, if we have time. Yeah, sure. Let's
0: touch on one or two. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, for instance, we're talking about uh, you know in introductory remark, we spoke about the EFF mm-hmm. uh, and other recent uh, you know pronouncements around yeah. expropriation mm-hmm. without compensation. I think I, I, that's actually yeah. you know one of what you're saying is it could be one of the possibilities mm-hmm. uh, that we we find ourselves confounded with uh, by you know over the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, if the landless uh, masses um, in the country. Uh, Continue to feel uh, Marginalized Mm -hmm. uh, And ignored Um, It will cause unrest as well It will cause unrest Uh, It will polarize the nation Mm -hmm. It will undo A lot of the uh, What do you call it uh, The uh, You know Unity, mm-hmm. um, uh, that South Africa is based on, yeah, uh, it will unravel a lot of the constitutional democracy that we've built quite hard. So, I mean, that, you, you that's can one go the straight to the
0: point, it'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll, you it's know, just, disastrous, yeah, you know, racism, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, that's that's what exactly. it starts. Inequality is, especially yeah. in South Africa, is based on racism. Yeah, the black people are, are, are angry because white people still make five times more, according to the latest, the Obama, uh, budget, right. yeah,
2: right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one uh, yeah. scenario. The uh, the other scenario speaks of uh, what could happen if um, your traditional uh, leaders uh, go into collusion with those that are in power mm. in what you can f- uh, call a a, a a land for vote swap, mm. uh, oh. where oh. you have a dominant party feeling like you know they're, they're losing power exactly. and in order to. You know, d- to, to to maintain that, to maintain, yeah. and uh, they strike this kind of partnership uh, with traditional leaders, so that you then have the the politically connected A lot and of the elite. Depth thought has been put into. This. <laughs> I'm, no, really is, yeah. no, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed. There is, and so and so that that, that could happen. And so what you would find there is that you have what you call connection and capture, uh, so that those that are connected, uh, you know, essentially yeah, I capture, I capture.
1: I saw that in the book. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, come been, on.
2: Did yeah. Did d- 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 you put this together? That's right. Yeah, we did that. Um, as with wow. This is a lot of and, uh, with a, It is. Yeah, with some participation from, uh, like I was saying, a whole range of uh, participants. Academia, Have, uh-huh. uh, Have, commercial oh, yeah. fam- farmers, communities. I'm actually communities, thinking of the cost of the illustrations because this is quite expensive.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, seen, I've seen a few quotes on illustrations. Not yeah, it's funny. not easy. Cartoons no, are not no, easy. No, no, no no but, no, no. but
2: if I may, let me just <laughs> round it up. The... the, 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 the then the other scenario, um, which we call hard bargaining and compromise, uh, this is a scenario that sees the state uh, acknowledging that it cannot do and be everything in itself, mm-hmm. uh, and that for for the country to actually get to a resolved and final state of land reform, because land reform should come to an end. We can't have this process. on the table yeah, exactly. forever. Yeah. So it, 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 in an effort to... To, to actually bring this whole uh, process to an uh, acknowledge, and the state you know allows various parties to come into the table because currently there is a feeling mm-hmm. uh, that the private sector, for instance uh, has not really been given a say uh, ter- or to, to land contribute form. to land reform, okay. just to give you an example we we deal with a whole lot of examples in Northwest in eastern Cape in mm-hmm. Limpopo, where you have your your retailers. Uh, going into partnership with smallholder farmers for supplies. Which is perfect, um, yeah. Which is perfect. That's what we need. So, But but those examples are not what we're getting, uh, being publicized enough. Mm. So with the result that people uh, don't hold know. on to, uh, yes, exactly. to these stereotypes of mm. now white people are clinging on to exactly, the land exactly. uh, to empower yeah. themselves, there's a lot of goodwill uh, amongst South Africans, I think. And what we're saying is through these scenarios, let's look at that and see how far we can actually extract from these examples And influence our policy yeah. In a much more informed way um, Yeah so so, so so that's what you have there is just a high level this Some is highlights intriguing. on the scenarios it is yeah. very This is
1: highly yeah. intriguing I mean, I mean the, yeah The, the reason you see this is something That for instance Like people like us Can take a page out of this And actually take it home And and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and utilize some of the things I think the,
0: the whole of Africa Can gain, can exactly. gain something from exactly. this The problem was, the, there, yeah. was there a case that Do you guys do case studies In, in other African countries? to come up with your uh, conclusions.
2: So interestingly, we just did uh, some uh, unrelated research, uh, KF, that actually led us to accept that, look, if you are looking uh, internationally, uh, to find um, any case studies that yeah. can act as reference point for South Africa, yeah. mm-hmm. you are not going to find them. No, you, South Africa is a very unique uh, case. Uh, country, case. Oh, yes. Oh, you are you're, you're you're telling us. <laughs> 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 yeah. and, and, and so, and so, they're the, the very uh, nuanced things that are mm. that really mean that we must find and tailor make our own uh, solutions. Mm. The, for instance, a, a simple case. We talk about exchange trips where we go to certain countries or we take our politicians Mm -hmm. to other countries to see just how well, um, you know, their farming um, Mm -hmm. operations are. But a basic issue climate-soil combination mm, issues. Yeah, You find that those countries have got a completely different set of, yeah. uh, of context mm. to what we have.
0: There might have been more work that needed to be done on soil here than in any other country. Yeah. For example, yeah. Zimbabwe, yeah. where definitely it's much easier for um, your small farmers yeah, right, to, uh, to farm because they, yeah, don't, need they that, don't need that, 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 that much, much input.
2: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So, I mean, those factors really go to, to illustrate uh, that what we have is a very unique case in South Africa. What you do need to do is to have these conversations around our dinner tables, around our pubs, uh, and really begin to say How can we shape The future that you want Hey Baba We, can't,
0: we can't have this conversation
1: At
2: the <laughs> There'll be
0: someone From the EFF there <laughs> Hey well,
1: Why is it there's always Someone from the EFF yeah, At the pub yeah.
0: <laughs> No be I mean this I mean this is uh, This was an amazing conversation I yeah, think cool. I haven't been this enlightened In a while And it's yeah, kind of hard it's To enlighten it's me it's, in one, the, one of, it's one
1: of the most meaningful That we've had In the last yeah, couple of weeks Yeah, yeah. No, this, faith, is,
0: this is amazing um, okay. How do people get a hold of of uh, Vomelana.
2: Yeah. yeah. Social media, emails, contact numbers. Correct. So, um, uh, we can you can get us on uh, uh mm-hmm. um, and then as for the scenarios, uh, the that, the stories that you just shared and your other publications, yeah. Pamphlets, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got some uh, publication here. Yeah. You, you can check uh, the website uh, it's uh, it's land reform futures. Uh, dot org org. yeah and then uh, you can reach us uh, on 011 612 uh, 2000 that's where you can find us thank you very much mazwi that was that was that was amazing a pleasure, come
1: yeah no borders oh definitely I mean, look. The fantastic part about this conversation is that at least now I know when I go and get my land, <laughs> I, I know exactly who to call. Sure. Our Our land is <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. in arable. Oh, Morocco. How? In Morocco. Oh, yeah. sorry. I, All
0: we do is yeah, we've got oil. We totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we've got another interesting guest coming after this short break. No borders. cliff central. Dhaka. Check it out. Yeah.
1: What is right here on CliffCentral.com, the number one online radio in
0: the world. In the world, definitely. Yes. You already know. Well, at least in Africa, you know that. No, in the world. At least in no, the world. No, no, uh, Gareth is actually at South by Southwest.
1: Gareth is always everywhere that we are not. Hey, uh- yeah. <laughs> even at, the, even at the, 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 I don't know what to even call it, the audacity <laughs> to post the fly on his Twitter like, look Hello. at the dates, I'm not going to be around. So don't call me, I'll call you. Yeah. Well, well uh, we hope you're man. having fun, guys, And I hope you're listening to the show Yeah, I hope out you're there. listening Yeah, we're and, still holding it yeah. down And I really hope you're pitching our show, you know to, yeah. to, to, There are a lot of the Africans Americans there
0: Yeah, there are a lot of a lot Africans, Africans there. there Besides the African-Americans there are just <laughs> There's actually real there's Africans, Africans there. Yeah. And this is the one show that caters to everybody on the continent I mean, 100%. you can tune in any time uh, on a Friday Between 1 to 2 p.m. and hear us playing some random song from your country And I've been telling people, like, tweet us, like you know if you want to be on the show if on. you're in Uganda and you're listening right now tweet us holler at us you know we can Skype you in yeah. talk about issues that are going on wherever you are the Gambia Morocco what well, shout out to y'all uh <laughs> Ghana I would I would I would love to speak to Arsene Wenger Okay
1: why he's <laughs> uh, not from Africa <laughs> No but this is the thing I mean it's a global show we have no borders so I would just like to ask Arsene Wenger how do you feel as a mature mature manager, uh, a guaranteed (laughs) professional to lead 11 men to be beaten 10-2 by another bunch of 11 men. (laughs) And then the next night, another man, almost 30 years your junior, brings people
0: basically from the deck. 6-1 to 6-5. No, 5-1 to 6-5, right? So
1: this is a plea from my Nigerian friends, my Zimbabwean friends, in fact, from all my Arsenal fans and friends across the world. Mr. Venga, you need to go. Uh,
0: I don't know how we just changed this topic to football. No, Were you, you. Did you have this plan? Like, no, you're like be, I'm going be, to plug it. No, it became, I have to say, it, it. Be, it became global. I thought, oh well, if there's no, but, one person I but want I mean, to talk to, the I mean, football. You football is oh, oh. the biggest talk on on the continent. This I
1: wanted to plug though, mm-hmm. and yeah, congratulations to, to Barcelona, obviously, for managing to utilize the fraudulent services of UEFA, oh. because in my own understanding and my knowledge of football which is quite vast that has and will never happen again i need again. to
0: change the blurb and add and Kamu ranted about yeah, football
1: i had to rant. i mean i couldn't believe it like <laughs> that is like it's clear that's match fixing clear yeah. <laughs> the ref the ref has disappeared since the game we they can't, cannot fight, find, they can't him. find him
0: he went with the guys at the Order 11. He's
1: probably teaching Wenger how to do what he did. <laughs> but anyway, it's great. We're back on. We've back. only got about 20 minutes left in the show. Uh, I think
0: that's more than enough. Yeah, We're going to talk to Nicola. Did I pronounce it right this time?
3: Yes, you did. Okay. We're we're, we're getting
0: getting better at this. (laughs) We're getting better at this. Who's the managing founder of Pledge Africa? Okay. Pledger. Pledger Africa. You see, I'm doing everything wrong. (laughs) It's it's, it's not your fault. It's just that type of Friday, yeah. Yeah, man. Emails, man. Emails. Tell me about it. Anyway, Nicholas. so tell us a bit about Pledger Africa.
3: Okay. Well, um, as the name suggests, uh, we position ourselves as a pan-African organization um, it originally started as a mobile app idea to mobilize and link uh, volunteers with volunteer experiences, with NGOs. Excellent. And um, it's it's really just grown from strength to strength. So we are based in uh, South Africa for the time being. Mm-hmm. But we have got a presence um, all around the country and just beyond the borders mm-hmm. in uh, Botswana, and I think one or two organizations in Zim at last count.
1: Yeah, Zim has like an entire street of NGOs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> a neighborhood. Or, 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 no, but yeah, you know what? We do too. <laughs> We've got so many NGOs in South Africa doing amazing work. I mean, even just look at the, the uh, uh, Vumelani. I yeah, Vumelani, yeah. End, yeah. Who, who's doing the most wonderful oh, work awesome. on, on land reform exactly, that's so yeah. needed. You know, and, and they're guys like this all over the country Uh, I think uh, how many is it like 200,000 NGOs in South Africa registered registered there are unregistered ones as well
1: ours is coming (laughs)
3: Yeah. So we thought, you know, they're they're these guys doing these amazing things, but they just don't have the buy-in and the support of communities. So yeah, you're like the
0: human resources of the NGO NGO community, in
3: a a sense, exactly. The the linking tools. So there was something missing in terms of how do people find out about this work? How do you engage? How do you get involved? How do you contribute in any way that you can? You know, whether it's monetarily or with your time or other resources. So this is the, the, the foundation of pleasure, essentially. You
0: know, and, and true to word, so many, you have so many foreigners coming to Africa, whether it's Kenya, Angola, South Africa, mm-hmm. Zim, wanting to volunteer in our countries. And I'm like, okay. And, and you know, there's always that thing that comes with foreigners. You know what I mean? No, I'm, yeah. Don't, don't go there. No, there's always that don't, thing. Don't go there. Like, I don't speak <laughs> your language. Sorry, do you mind? I, you know, I, I, it makes yeah. more sense. For a South African To volunteer in South Africa Not to say we don't need People from outside Because it's <laughs> mm-hmm. also A cultural exchange mm-hmm. Absolutely But there should be a pre- The presence of local people Doing things for their own people Yeah you're yes. going to
1: struggle here yeah. baba, To get those people
0: I don't think so come. I think there are a yeah. lot of kids Who finish oh, Okay let's, let, let's yeah. no, I, I was going <laughs> <yeah.
3: laughs> to say I, I, I hear where you're coming from But I actually yeah. disagree I do think that um, South Africans And people living in South Africa Have an innate sense Of community That we, we don't really Think about yeah. But a lot of organi- A lot of uh, Yeah Communities Families Suburbs Are organized Around this idea Of sharing And giving yeah. And it's this idea That we want to Propagate Yeah
1: mm-hmm. Look, okay. I mean, forgive me, Nicole. I mean, like, yeah. I'm just suffering no. from a, bad, a bad xenophobia. Hang on. <laughs> so, so, a lot of things yeah. South
0: African right now don't, don't really appeal to me that much. Yeah. I've been But don't forget, it's also for pledge your African. That's what I love about yeah. it. Because it's not restricted to, and especially as a mobile app, it can't be restricted. Of course, over time, course, you can't yeah. restrict it yeah. to just South Africa. Mm. I do think, I don't know, what, what do you think in your research, that research that you've done, what do you think the sentiment in regards to volunteerism is like on the continent?
3: well to be honest we've we've done quite a bit of research in South Africa um, mm-hmm. beyond South Africa where we're still getting there mm-hmm. um, but within South Africa itself I think the sentiment is strong but it's okay. that people just don't know they where don't. to start yeah, they don't. and I mean that's that's how I got to to uh, initiating this this project is I wanted to do something myself and I just didn't know where and all the information was out of date and I think the reality is that a lot of NGOs you know some are well resourced others are really not. I'd mm. say the majority are not. Yeah. And they don't have the means to you know, have advertising budgets exactly. or marketing mm. budgets and um, uh, social media campaigns or whatever. So in a sense, we're trying to fill that gap and provide a service that is really accessible, um, cheap, mm. you know, just to to make it easier for these guys to say, hey, you know, look at us. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Come, I'm come and help. Get like on
0: board. board. And, yeah. and I remember you spoke about they had the app uses geolocation, so yeah. which makes it perfect. So I mean, it's not like I'm coming from Joburg and going to a No, I mean we'll just find someone there. Yeah, no, just cross the street and and volunteer within their own community. Absolutely. Of course, and the definitely. idea
3: is ease. Not everyone has um, access to private transport. A lot of mm. people are operating on public transport yeah. with pleasure. You don't need to have a car to volunteer. You can find something, you know, literally within a hundred meters of mm-hmm. where you're staying.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. I
1: actually want to download the app after obviously after the interview and actually check it out because I've always wanted to get involved in and something that has to do Some, yeah, with and a lot of that has people humanitarian do. value yeah. like i actually do nothing for my community like, like, like i actually cause more like, trouble in my I community like the way you said it. You're like no, i
0: do that, I, that, that I, yeah, came
1: out of your i gut. Do nothing for them like i honestly look at them daily and say i'm not here to help you <laughs> Sorry. But if someone comes and asks me for something. <laughs> help, I help. So I think it's very dope that this is more like a platform for people who, who are like me, mm. who don't mind being asked for help, but I'm not literally going to go out and say uh, hey, yeah. I tried that at checkers the other day, it didn't work out. <laughs> they thought I was looking for a job. I was trying to actually help them, but anyway. Um
0: uh, Nicola, what's going on tomorrow?
3: Is it's it, actually it's on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, yeah. It's on Sunday, uh, which is the twelfth of March. We're having our Gauteng launch. Oh, nice! So, though we've been in operation now for a little while, we've been building up to this point. We've decided now we need to officially into the community. Um, so, we're having a launch event in JP's Town, mm-hmm. which is a, a really interesting space at the moment, mm-hmm. at the uh, Biala building, okay. um, on the rooftop. So, that's uh, twenty-eight Madison Street in JP's Town from 12 o'clock until about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's not a long event, mm-hmm. but it's just a, a, a taster, if you will, of, of mm-hmm. what people can expect from pleasure. And what we're doing is we're asking the community to bring clothes, clothes that they're no longer using. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean your old underwear with holes in it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean clothes that are still functional. Yeah, that,
1: that goes out to you, AKA. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so um, people are then bringing those clothes. Um, we are laying them out. We're inviting the Jeppiestown community in as well as an organization that we've partnered with for this event called Second Chances. And they work with a lot of homeless and vulnerable people. And they've got this amazing project at the moment where they take donated clothing and they capacitate young or not even young, uh, anyone really who's willing to be an entrepreneur and use this clothing as a way to create their own means of income. Wow. So it's not just a handover, there you go, exactly, You know, finish yeah. and claw. Yeah. It's, a, it's an actual long-term vision in terms of how can we uplift these people, how yeah. can we empower them to uh, create their own means. So that's what's happening on Sunday. Sunday. We're on the rooftop. Um, we've got a keynote speaker coming. Um, some of you might be Miss familiar Earth. with her Miss It's uh, yeah, Miss Earth, Catherine Constantinides Who uh, is a philanthropist In her own right, a humanitarian Who's worked all over Africa So she's really well positioned to give us uh, An African context mm-hmm. what, we, what we can expect Some of the trends of philanthropy um, You know, currently going on And um, we're looking forward to having her there I
0: mean, There's so much amazing stuff That's happening on the continent Please. And no one knows about it What would people no. do without us? I swear, I don't actually know what people. What would, would do people there. do without no borders? I swear, they'll
1: actually just be sitting there, still tickling their toes. I, I,
0: and and you know what? I'm, I'm on the internet twenty four seven. I had never heard of pleasure. I'd never heard of Omalana. Yeah. And and I'm I'm literally on it I'm looking for people to okay I used to look for people to interview. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays the emails come in. <laughs> come yeah. Like oh what's up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean these are things. It's it's very surprised that there's so many amazing people. Nicola, like the things that you guys are doing are amazing. We are amazing. Thank and you. we don't know about it. I wanted to ask a question in terms of you know I've, I've I have a background in civic society and you know with NGOs and the the issue is there's a lot of red tape within NGOs because um, if you're foreign funded. It's always a better look to have, if it's USAID, that's funny, it's always a better look to have an American coming in as an intern or a volunteer as opposed to getting the boy from Soweto. Yeah. Um, Have you approached NGOs directly and what has been their response?
3: Uh, Do you mean approach them in terms of Come and use our our application? Yes Yes, Yes, no we have We have had to go that route um, In part because the the lines of communication Are just not open Between Mm. members of the the general population And members of uh, civil society So yes, we've approached them Um you know, and it's, it's, it's not easy. It's really not yeah. easy. You know, when you approach someone and you say, Hey, you know, you use our service. They're like, what's the catch? What do you want?
0: Good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: But, um, I think, uh, referring back to the conversation that took place before this one, yeah. there's, you know, there's such a need for the <sighs> NGO sector in South Africa and in Africa to be uplifted and strengthened. Mm-hmm. And it supports government. It's not uh, as the antithesis to it's exactly. That's, Government that's policy can be and should be supported mm-hmm. by NGOs. Government does not have the capacity to um, develop the continent in the way that we would like. Mm. So it's yeah. so important to make sure that there is a, a bustling and vibrant NGO society <sighs> that is able to engage and to just put the word out there for yeah. of what they're doing.
0: Yeah, well, there are some NGOs that have the capacity to get the word out. But they choose to send the word out to specific people who they are sort of, you know, oh, yeah. looking at at tapping into. Oh, yeah. And you have no idea where you're going to get your next great person from. 100%. Or, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. I think there's a lot of red tapes, a lot of bureaucracy. There's a lot, you know, in terms of like just... Not awarding You know Opportunities yeah. to a lot of people And I think that's the best thing About Pledge I mean I'm really impressed Highly impressed I'm Thank totally you. impressed as well I mean yeah. like uh, like, I,
1: like I did mention earlier mm. It is so difficult For the community at large With so much that's happening In the world right now For people to be able To actually get connected And know mm. How they can actually Lend a hand. Yeah. So I think you guys Are doing a sterling job Yeah, Thank
0: you And especially Amazing. for
1: children Yes, for, I think uh, for is, our kids. Yeah. Mm, this, this, this exactly.
0: Kids. Yeah, I mean, We're family friendly. Yeah, I mean, You're yeah. 15 years old. You're on holiday. It's you know during mm. t- half break. Yeah. What's it called? Term break and yeah. stuff.
3: You do something. <laughs>
1: Not my As son. As opposed to just playing Xbox. Not my son. He's not having none of that. <laughs> well,
3: get him to use pleasure. <laughs>
1: the best thing I could do for him is probably slap him.
0: <laughs> There's an NGO listening right now talking about, oh my God, child rights. <laughs> we have an abuser here. Send someone to Cliff Central right now. So totally Our address is 18 Vessel Road, so,
1: Rivonia. I so totally believe in what you just said because like it's the children that we need to actually get involved mm. Um, mm. with this. Because the society where it's at already. Is a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, trying to teach an old dog new tricks is going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. But if we can get the kids involved, it's, it's going to mm. make a lot of sense.
0: Which is why, you know, I, I had that question for Nicola: like the mentality, the sentiment mm. of volunteerism yeah. on the continent. Is it something that you know? Yeah. It, I even I mean, I volunteered a lot, but it's not something that I actively think of. Yeah, I probably volunteered mm. because I was in a space. That allows you to that, yeah. And I was like yeah. Okay and then Someone walks in the side. they said Oh KF we're doing this I'm like,
1: Or, oh, or a okay, cool. really good looking Woman that was Coordinating the whole project That would with, definitely which, which is the one <laughs> that thing That would be a guarantee Any, Anything Listen guys Anything out there That has beautiful women Involved like Nicola here I'm going I'm to be I'm going part to be of. on Sunday so, Handing out flyers see, And
0: pamphlets You see how
1: much fly, uh, How, how, how we're you? so supportive of, <laughs> We're so supportive Of the initiative
3: <laughs> I hope it's for Other reasons as well
0: <laughs> <laughs> What is What is the vision Of pleasure, though.
3: Okay, so the vision um, ultimately is to have a really strong presence throughout Africa. Uh Um, What's really interesting is when we were getting started and doing our research as to what else was out there, what kind of infrastructure was needed to make this happen, we um, got some some trustworthy statistics that – Despite um, uh, Perceptions Actually Most of the continent Has access to Some kind of Smartphone technology mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah definitely Whether that is You know Your your high end brands Or kind of oh, Entry level Chinese
0: entry, Yeah Absolutely work the same yeah. Way, I though, mean look yeah. what's
3: happened to uh, Huawei Yeah
0: exactly
3: yeah. So a lot of people Have access to the technology Which means that there There is that infrastructure Already in place For us to come in And that was mm-hmm. the, the Thinking behind uh, An app mm-hmm. So Right now, we—if you—if you go into your browser on your cell phone or on your computer for that matter—and you type in pleasure.org.za, mm-hmm. you'll get to our web app. Okay. So it functions like a mobile app and this is what we've been using kind of you know to also, iron it's out like uber, uh, various it's niggles
0: like m.uber.com like like that, online uber without that kind, the app. That kind of yeah. idea yes okay.
3: so we've been playing around with a mobile app as well um mm-hmm. but we've been using the web app as a way to kind of iron out any niggles and yeah. get feedback and so forth so we we at the moment we are using the web app with the, the view then to update our mobile apps. But what we want to have is that this is easy for anyone to tap into around Africa. Mm-hmm. It's easy for anyone, whether you are an NGO, in which case you sign up as an organization and you get a, a, a dashboard, like a back end to the, to the mm-hmm. uh, site where you can post opportunities. Um, we also have various functions where you can download reports. So the the buzzword on everyone's lips at the moment Is monitoring and evaluation mm. Monitoring yeah. and evaluation yeah. You've know, you, you got to have that mm. So yeah. we uh, our, our uh, app is built on a really strong um, Monitoring and evaluation um, okay, so uh, a, a platform,
0: platform yeah. Being able yeah. to find out how many numbers you know, How many, who, visited, when, gender, why region. Outputs,
3: inputs yeah. All of that I mean we, we've got it all So we've really put a lot of thought into this And yeah. um, a lot of it is um, due to our uh, commercial partner who is the social collective so they um, they've been going now for a while they also started off in um, the idea of uh, volunteerism Mm -hmm. but then kind of uh, springboarded from that to look at how volunteer platforms work and what do they need to succeed and what's the kind of information that people need to uh, garner from them. So, um, that's, that's the one thing that we, we really want to do. So we've got this amazing platform, if I do say so myself, (laughs) (laughs) that we want rolled out to the rest of Africa. So this is, this is launch number one. Mm -hmm. How ting, like watch the space, you know, next. No, we'll be there with you. We'll be there with you right next to you. (laughs) What do you mean watch the space? Oh, you're telling the listeners? Uh, Okay. uh,
0: (laughs) Hey, listeners, watch the space.
1: Well, to you guys as well. (laughs) Well, definitely. We'll We'll be right right there, right there. I wanted wanted um, to just ask as well. Um, what's your user data, your user database like? Now Like numbers
3: uh, Numbers uh, It's it's quite difficult To To look at the numbers Because you have Some people Who are one source users Some people Who are regular users Okay But if we look at How many people Have actually downloaded The mm-hmm. mobile app Which I think Is our most reliable mm-hmm. Latest statistic it's I think about two thousand, okay. so that's, it's not that's, insignificant. That's mm-hmm. We ho- obviously hope to to grow that, yeah. but it's um, yeah. I think that's the importance of, of shows like yours it's, to it's, to yeah. get the yeah. um, buy-in of, of the it's community. It's also word of mouth. Like I mean, you're
1: yeah. just I think I think in a taxi mouth, you're yeah. like yo. Oh man. Yes. This, is, this is pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah. the funny thing is that you're in a taxi and you, you shot one rand <laughs> You need someone to pledge something to you. <laughs> um,
0: before we round up, you know what's disappointing though? Yeah. I was looking and, and not to say anything against your, your um guest speaker, yeah. I was expecting a government representative to be there. Especially from the Ministry of uh, Education. Yes. You yeah. know, you know, the, the the more social I was expecting a woman to be there. Okay, well like an influential woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean this is a, yeah yeah.
3: No, I hear you completely white. Um I don't know that it is because I'm white. But um, it could be. maybe it is, I'm not yeah. sure. Um look the, the speaker that we do have, Catherine, is a phenomenal woman definitely, in her definitely, own right. Yeah. Not to um take you know, away from, take from her, yeah. detract from definitely her at not, all. Yeah. We're so pleased to have her. In terms of government representation, it's damn hard <laughs> it's damn hard to get that right mm. not only because you know of the, the other commitments that uh, government representatives have yeah. but it's on a weekend and you know th- there's just a lot of um, kind of foundation and groundwork needed to make that kind of commitment happen
0: yeah next time we'll send a couple of messages out to some of our friends yeah we'll
3: sure absolutely. No, we definitely and, should and, and,
0: and, and honestly speaking I mean shout out to the, to the, guests, to the current guest speaker and I'm not saying we should change the guest speaker should have changed I'm saying there should have been some sort In of representation addition. yeah, you know yeah. um just to show it's it's a very important social uh, movement that you're starting no, something that will assist communities but uh, then you're just like ah oh, no sure nkandla
3: <laughs>
0: trust me everyone else, everyone is so focused
1: on everything else that's not important right now, believe me it's unfortunately
3: unfortunate. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so but we we do have a, a really nice mix of people who are attending mm-hmm. sunday 's event, and that includes some of our partners, some of our partner organizations are going to be there as okay. well you know as as our guests um volunteers in their own rights and um we we're hoping a government rep or two will show up, but you we can 't be sure.
0: Well, anyway, we'll have this discussion next year when it's bigger and better, and then they want to come. They we're like, unfortunately, we ran out of seats. Yep. <laughs> we could accommodate you at the bench, right at the back. But actually,
1: we'll <laughs> only allow you in when you download the app. So start, start there.
0: Hey, <laughs> man. Uh, it's no borders with your boy KF and Kamu. Cliffcentral.com. Every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Your afternoon fix. You already know.
3: Cliffcentral.com.